Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. So what the fuck is good, y'all? I haven't been here in like two weeks. I'm sorry. Life, life happening for Mika right now. Today, I got a guest on. I got my friend Chris. Say hey. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? So y'all, had, we've had him on here before. This is my uh, one third of Third Chamber pod, but he's also my uh, close friend. So he's yeah, coming on here today, yeah, yeah, friend yeah. of the show to chop it up with me today um so what you been up to since the last time um basketball season finished uh we played two games like two last weekend so um my jv team we finished the season the second half of the season i think three and three and one overall i think we were like four and or in something it was, it was a double digit but i was proud of my guys just because a lot of times you get a, and especially in jv like in our situation in high point we don't really get a solid total jv program yeah. all the time yeah so excuse me a lot of times i'm, I'm uh i usually get i get pieces that i can kind of help form something you know what i'm saying and then we become competitive as the season goes along so um, I was happy for my guys, man. We got really good. Excuse me, won a bunch of games uh, towards the end of the season. And, and, you know, they felt real good. They felt confident and they felt together, which was my whole goal was to build a family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, varsity, we won our last regular season game and got beat up on by Dudley in um, the conference tournament. So that kind of ended our season. Uh, which sucked because, you know, we have four really good uh, seniors that, you know, I watched kind of grow up in our program. And um, that's about it. Uh, Shalice, unfortunately, stepped down from softball. Really? It, yeah, man. Yeah, it it was a lot of factors. Um, it was distance, you know, because we're staying out of town now. Yeah. Oh, uh, so and then like, she would have, like, yeah. night practice. Yeah, and we have the baby, and then it's just, like, trying to rearrange her evening work. So some nights it'd be, like, she would, um, you know, she'd have a late later practice or get to practice late. It just one of the two was an option. Excuse me. And then having a team, like, I don't even know if they'll have a team. Um, the AD is, you know, hopefully pushing for a team to come about, but it's going to be hard because they have them girl. They have about nine girls out there, which is kind of the bare minimum, but you, you want at least 12 yeah. for substitutes. They don't have a pitcher nor do they have a catcher and the girls they have don't understand like basic uh vocabulary of the game and basic movement of the game so like it's one of the things where like you better off having a group of girls that work out and learn the game yeah. versus putting them on the field and it could be a long game every game does that make sense yeah because you it, it you know the game wouldn't be over until they got run rule but at that point you got a pitcher about to throw a shoulder out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, Dang. So it's, it, you know, it was, you know, I, and I told, I talked to her, like, you know, not as her husband, but as a coach to another coach. And I was like, this is one of the things that like, you would have to start at A and say, this is A, this is B, this is C. This is the first three things we're going to try to accomplish in the first two, three weeks. And then we'll work on one good thing. We'll like work on one solid thing for, you know, our first game and the second game, we're going to work on that thing and another thing and just kind of build up. But she's used to coaching more advanced level girls. Yeah. 
So like if there was a JV program, this group of girls would be perfect for a JV program because then they really get to learn. Be tough because she won get, fucking softball coach of the year last year. Yeah, or and, and, whatever. And she didn't want not want to do it, but it was one of them things where like it would. It, it's not. I don't think it's gonna be a safe situation because like when they were hitting, you know, girls didn't know how to correctly catch. A couple girls got dinged up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, what I'm saying like it, it could be one of them things where like. And then there was a girl that returned from the previous season, but even she wasn't as strong of a player as the girls that were on the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then a couple of girls that did play last year that weren't all, they weren't that good at all. Like they just were like, nah, I'm not playing anything. And like the best player on the team would have been the catcher, but she's got scoliosis pretty bad. And she was like, I wouldn't be able to squat down the whole time. You know, we don't have a, anybody that can pitch so i'd be sitting there the whole time you know so we're um this be like the first spring in a while we're just trying to chilling and then you know basketball will pop back up in april for a couple weeks and that'll be the end of that but um other than that man just chilling hung out with my parents in raleigh this weekend that was fun um and we got to see uncle james and nana and poppy and we just hung out chill that's what's up yeah, yeah, yeah this weekend les mom came up so we did a lot of fucking walking around and you know i'm not one of those people that that want to walk around stores and all that shit so you know i really <laughs> i was trying to hang shopping, huh? oh my god i was trying to hang you know and um uh, i'm more of a go in the store and go out like i know if i go yeah, to the yeah, mall yeah, like yeah, i know yeah, what yeah. i'm going to the mall for and like, I'm, not a, yeah, yeah. I'm not a yeah i'm not a walk arounder that's yeah. not my thing and um i will say like for me, I think I was telling you a little bit, like, I didn't realize until like recently, like I might've been kind of in a funk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I haven't really, I, I took two weeks off recording and trying to get myself together because, but, but when I, I had therapy and I was talking to my therapist and she feels like I'm fine or, you know, I'm going to be fine. But when we started really talking about it, she's like, Hey, you've been leaving the house. And then I started like thinking, I'm like, damn. I'm back doing that again. I didn't realize like, you know, that there was there a period of time where you just kind of like, yeah, I was included yourself. Okay. Yeah. Like I was, you know, I work from home. So, you know, I'm at work and then I was working late sometimes. So I would go from work and just be chilling in the house and, you know, but with COVID, you know, still lingering. And at this point, I think it's just going to just be, you know, part of our just, you know, normal. Um, I don't really like go out like that. Like, you know, you see me going out to eat and stuff, but even with that, you know, we're over away, you know, from people. But as far as like, think about how we last time we've ever been to like a lounge or, you know, like around big groups of people, you know, so I don't really do that much. And I think that that with everybody, I think everybody's kind of been feeling funky who hasn't really been kind of out and about. I think that stuff plays a part after a while of just not having social interaction. You know what I'm saying? So... I've been trying to rectify that. And um, we went out, me and um, Jamonte went out last night and got some drinks and that was cool. Just being around people. Um, I'm not really around people much. And so I got to, I got to kind of figure that out because that that's weird. Make you feel kind of weird after a while. Um, so we had a race uh, for Super Bowl, and we ran around the bank of, we ran like a, around the bank of America stadium. Yeah. I saw that. How, how was that? It was fun. Whew. It was fun, but it was cold as fuck. Like I'm still trying to figure out the the race schedule here in Charlotte. Like the way it, the races are, a lot of the races seem like they're in um, 
it seemed like they're they're in like early in the mornings. And so me and Jamar, we're supposed to be doing a race. Now I signed up and he signed up too. And he better freaking show up because I'm be pissed because it's freaking 740 in the morning. That's when it starts. And um, we're doing that one March 5th. So we're doing that race in two weeks. And so I need to remind him that he better freaking show up. Um, and where's that race going to be up? That's going to be, uh, you know, the YMCA he goes to Dowd. You ever you ever heard heard him talk about it? Yeah, or yeah, seen yeah, it? yeah. I think it's over by that YMCA. Um, and he got his job to pay for his. And uh, so he better freaking he better freaking show up. But uh, so we're doing that one. And so I'm trying to just get back into just the flow of just, you know, like my Life. routines. Yeah, yeah, just my routines and things that I was doing. Like, so it's just weird. It's just been hard. And so um let's do you see. feel That's- any type of anxiety? When you're yeah, out amongst other I, I feel like I do sometimes and I didn't really realize it. So I think sometimes I shy away from, you know, hanging out with groups like around like where if I know a whole bunch of people going to be there. Uh-huh. Like when we went out last night um, and, you know, it was kind of like a bar, but you kind of had space. But I mean, kind of not really, you know, like it wasn't a club, though. So you had we yeah. had our own table, you know. I, I saw y'all was, was that like a boxcar, how they had the, art, the arcade games and stuff. I saw y'all were playing. Something. They had like they had like beer pong in there. Darts. Oh, okay. so they had like little games, but it was it was cool though. It was, it was like a nice little spot. But the thing is though, I was the only one in the whole entire place with a mask on. They were looking at me like I was a fucking loser. They were like, "Fuck, she got a mask on. Why is she walking around with this mask on?" But it was just like when you go up to the bar and you got all these people in this cluster. Yeah, I wore my mask. You know, like yeah. um. So and I got a couple tests in the house. You know, just in case I need to ever you know check myself. But I, I don't know. I just. I mean, I just don't want it. And, and on top of the fact, it's not even the fact of me not wanting it. It's just I'm around my baby niece all the time. And, yeah. you know, I just don't want to, you know, be irresponsible where, like, I'm bringing something home. And, you know, and my niece right. is here, like, all the time. Um, And so and then when I go to Greensboro. Side note, her eyes, like, she'd been here before. Like, when she'd be looking at people, I'm like, girl, listen, how, how old is she? <laughs> like- listen, these pandemic babies, the other day it tripped me out because um Jamonte's mom called me and she was like showing me Ari and now Ari's already she's seven months she's already pulling herself up and like trying to skip crawling and just walk you know when they start pulling themselves up and migrating around the couch and stuff they're they're about they're about to be walking yeah you know what I'm Emmy, saying Emmy did that for a little minute but then she got into this phase of sitting up sitting up and then dropping down on her butt and I think once she realized that flopping on her butt didn't hurt, that's when she was like, okay, I can start taking some movements to start walking. That's true. So did she did she crawl first? Yeah, she crawled for a little minute. Um, but then like it was sitting up, flop down, sitting up, flop down. And then she crawled, crawl, crawl. And then she got back to sitting up, flopping down. Now the second time, I, we knew she was about to start walking because she would sit up on her two feet and then try to take a step and then flop and then would look back to be like, did anybody see me flop? But I, I was encouraging like, yo, just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And now we get down on the floor with it. But honestly, I think she can crawl right now. I think it's just a matter of her just doing it because, I mean, she's literally my brother was like that. He pulling herself up even her crib. Now she's standing up in the crib. It's insane. Really? Like, I'm That's like, scary. what in the world? And uh, yeah, I mean, she's growing every time i see her something new i mean it's just she is a trip she's a good baby though sweet funny just sit and, and want to just kiss on you and um 
So I really been, I really get a lot of peace and joy from that. You know what I'm saying? But I do have to work myself out of this, like just this kind of like secluding myself, you know, being in I mean, being, to me, it's like as long as you have your mask and you feel comfortable, like, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. And I'm going to try to, now that it's getting warm out too. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm making it a point now, you know, just going out there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We was at, at work the other day and it was kind of warm. I said, man, they like this. And, and I was in college. I knew I wasn't going to class today. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> when you that's when you post up. Yep, exactly. It's right. like, Mr. Heavy, like, what you talking about? Oh, you too young. You too young. That's right. But yeah, but other than that, um, haven't had much going on. Uh, I am going to announce this week the um, the book club. I did pick out the first book for that. I'm going to start pubbing that on my show. Um, so I'm going to put the publication for uh, like the announcement on my Instagram. And then you're going to see the book that we're doing on Instagram. And then from there, if you want to be a part of the book club, you can just contact me on Instagram is at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You just send me a DM or you can email me IJMT, IJMT podcast at gmail.com. And so what I'm going to do is that we're just going to all get together and discuss the book through zoom. So, you know, if you want to be part of the, the book club, you will just shoot me your information. And that way I can put you all part of the, uh, the mailing list for the book club. And that's usually how, like, that's how we're going to do it. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to just seeing more people and interacting that way. Um, you know, I love to read. Uh, I've been wanting to put this together for a while and just kind of have time to chop it up and be social. So I'm really looking forward to it. And that's I'm dope. gonna yeah, I'm gonna announce the book this week. So I'm hoping that we'll probably have our first um session probably at the beginning of April. That's what I'm hoping. So what's the criteria for like the books? Have you already chosen a list or I've already like- chosen a few. So it's no real criteria. Like I read I read all across the board. So mm-hmm. I read uh black authors, white, whatever, everyone. And um but I like thrillers a lot. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to try to just, um, I think I've already picked the first three and then I'm also going to just take suggestions. So if it's something, somebody's like, Oh, you know, I read this before or they want to, they want to try out. Then that's what I'm going to do um, in regards to that. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, let's see what else is going on. Got the merch coming soon. And that's really all I've been up to. Just keep me in your thoughts. Y'all keep me in your thoughts. Um, so let's see right now I'm going to just roll into the mantra of the day and then Chris and I we're going to just jump into oh no we're going to do a deep dive we're going to uh, jump into the deep dive so the mantra of the day is I am forgiven and healing I think right now in general all of us is going through some period of just awakening I feel like with COVID you know honestly I think everyone has been at home just thinking I think we spent a lot of time just thinking. And so you've, you've seen so many just either people forgiven or something they realize they need, they need to heal from. So I really like that affirmation. Um, so, all right, let's just go into the deep dive. So today um, we are going to discuss, oh, Chris, let me ask you this. Um, did you see today during the, the Michigan game, Juwan Howard hit the other coach? What? It was crazy, no. and it was a brawl. I didn't know there was a Michigan game today. I don't know what this assist. It was assistant coach, I think, for Wisconsin. I don't know what he said to him, but he then he the the Wisconsin coach 
it was like he put his hands on Juwan, kind of like kind of like grabbed him. So you can see he kind of was like, don't don't touch me, bro. You know, and they started just chapping away. The players come in kind of this is the, the handshake line, like at the end, the congratulations. Oh, you know? OK. So they start kind of like talking or whatever. The, the players are kind of like, oh, you know, they're pushing them back. And, you know, he tall. So next thing you know, because everybody's kind of like in each other's face like this. And next thing yeah. you know, you see Juwan's long arm reach over the players <laughs> and just bust it. Just, yeah, just, just mushed them right in the face, yo. And then after so, that. So at some point, the other coach put his hands on Juwan first? Or did oh, yeah. Juwan he, say, no, nah, he we, didn't, he didn't okay. punch him right. The, the other coach didn't like, he, he grabbed him or something. You know what I'm saying? Like just, but he did okay. have contact okay. first, but Juwan like mm-hmm. actually hit him. Um, but after yeah, that, don't forget that nigga from he from Detroit. Eh? Okay, <laughs> but after that, when he hit him, <laughs> then the players started fighting. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. That's, like I've been uh, I've been on Twitter just trying to get the feedback and seeing what people. I'm gonna send you the video. I'm um, seeing what people are that's saying. That's a bad then. look because that happened last year. Like he had an incident where it, it about went down last year. Oh really? Because everybody's saying that he gonna get fired. I don't think so. I think he's gonna suspend it for a year. I think he'll get suspended and then they'll probably revisit. I've never seen a coach fighting before. I've never seen this before. So this was a new one for me. I've never seen That's what I'm saying. Like, there was another instance last year and I don't want to say it was the NCAA tournament. It might have been another tournament or just regular season where him, either another player or another coach, but I got into it. This is like his second time kind of yakety yak. And I, I don't know if he put hands on anybody the first go around, but this it would probably it'll, it'll warrant some some type of disciplinary action. Oh, so. well, he might get fired then. I felt like maybe he might get because I mean he, didn't, he I mean he kind of he kind of it kind of was a mush. So it wasn't it wasn't like a hit or a smack. It was a no. I, ah. I think it was a close. I think it was a close fist mush. <laughs> but it wasn't <laughs> like a. But it wasn't like a roundup punch. Yeah. Okay. 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 You know what I'm saying? So he kind of he kind of just was like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. When I saw that, I was like, oh shit! Like, I it was crazy. But I think the part that I think he gonna get suspended or something is because when he from that, it a big brawl ensued. Yeah. It, so it, it turned be, into this thing. You know what I'm saying? Something. I mean, you as a leader, you know, we kind of gonna get into that in our conversation. You know, you as yeah. a leader, you know, you kind of uh, probably shouldn't be doing something like that you know Mm-mm. so because 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 that's the type of thing that like you know your kids are gonna have your back regardless right or wrong yeah and now and, and now, and now I, I, sh- I will say if i was the athletic di- director um which i'm assuming is the person that they all these coaches report to immediately i don't know if there's anybody underneath the athletic director that the, the coaches report to before they get to the ad but I think you have an assistant AD, don't you? Probably, yeah. On probably. college level, you got yeah. an assistant AD, and then you got somebody assistant coach wise would also be getting some severe punishment because if you knew going into this line that your head coach was a little bit fiery, you should have put him to the side, let everybody dap up. He dap and probably put him to the side and say, "Yo, just did y'all dap up? I'm gonna stay but here." Playing with, devil's with. advocate, you need to watch. You need to watch the video. It could have got fiery because the man grabbed him. So he did, okay. So did he grab him? So in 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 transition, did he grab him then, or they did were, he grab him? He grabbed him at some point, and then later on, 
Juwan, what? I'm about to, to send this to you. Send me a video. Let me let me see. Let, so we can let, really let me deliberate. see if I can get these receipts real fast. Let me see if I can be quick about it. Let me see. Okay, here it is right here. I'm about to send it to you. Sorry. And then you watch it. He put his, now Juwan, like he put his finger in his face. He put his finger in his face. And then, then the guy grabbed him. You sent on Twitter or you sent uh, text message? Text message. Okay. I just got it. You get, you get it? Yeah, it's pulling up now. Okay. I'm watching it too. See, he stopped them. Of course it's Oh, now the guy stopped him, but Juwan yanked up his, his coat. Yeah, child. I don't know. That's wild. Damn, this piece commercial. I don't think I can get pizza later too. Um, let's see what we got. I mean, the players okay. are really fighting too. See, he stopped on walking. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh no! 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 Okay. Okay. So okay. So he reached over. Like he was trying to snatch his face off. Yeah, he did. He didn't punch, so he reached up almost like he was like, "Yeah, like, like I will snatch." Yeah, I got to claw your face. That's what it was like, you know. But see, I wasn't sure if his hand was closed. Was it? Did it end up closing? Uh, it closed. It closed at the after. snap. At the yeah, snap. Yeah. <laughs> but you see how the players started fighting. That one dude was like swinging, swinging. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. So whoever I can tell you now what's gonna happen. Whoever zero and number two is, they're gonna get five, they're gonna get suspended. 14 and whoever this other kid is, the light skinned kid, five. 14 and five probably gonna catch some type of suspension too. The one that was throwing the blows at the end? It was two of them throwing blows. Yeah, I know. It was dark-skinned and light-skinned kid. Really, 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 what the dark one was really going for. I was like, goodness gracious. Yeah, now, Jawan, I I don't think that's a fireable offense because he didn't. But the guy stopped him, you see, and grabbed his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he was Uh, walking, minding his business. If the the coach never would have came over and stopped him. But it was another another assistant that, that started running his mouth, too. And we also don't know what could have been said for That's him very to react. So, so this going to have to be. And a it's su- Wisconsin, so yes, yes, who, it's going to have knows? to be. It's going to have to be like a serious investigation. But yeah, like the 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 first coach who might have been the head coach probably should have just let him keep going instead of trying to trying to because it looked like the first coach was trying to prove a point. And was like, no, nah, you gonna listen to me? And then Jawan was like, look, MF, you can keep your damn hands off me, blah, 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 blah. And then he got to join, and they backed him up. The other guy instigated enough for Jawan to be like, I'm gonna snatch your mask and your face off. So that was crazy. He'll probably, yeah, yeah, that was kind of crazy. So I wanted to bring that up to to roll into the thought of the week, since okay. we are actually discussing this. Um, and so for the thought of the week this week, I just wanted to just 
talk to Chris about his everyday, him working with kids, his passions. Um, I think, honestly, the whole entire time I've known you, I think you've always worked with kids because you used to work for the Boys and Girls Club. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, I, yeah, I think, and then you went into coaching or you were coaching at the same time too. So I think you've always yeah, worked yeah. with kids, right? Always, mm-hmm. Even before Boys and Girls, well, before, from my first job was uh, at the Y. I worked at the Y till I was like 21, 22. And then when I turned 23, I stayed in Greensboro um my last year at college just because i needed to get some summer school stuff out of the way so i can graduate and um i worked some like real random jobs worked at the call center papa john's and then i quit the call center because it was bs and i knew you when you worked at papa john's too yep yep and then a friend of mine at the time was like yo i just seen this job on craigslist it's working with kids and ended up being a boys and girls club and and that started, I think, a six, seven year run at Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So when did you know um, working with kids was your passion? Um, wow, that's a great question. I, I don't know. It, it's always been I, I just like having fun. You know what I'm saying? And it was it, it's easy money. <laughs> like um, when I was at the Y. So like, okay, so at the YMCA, it's, you essentially stop going to the Y by the time you're like eighth grade, seventh grade almost. And they have like another camp and that camp is more so for like seventh, eighth grade on up. Um, Well, actually like high school and up. So when you get, when I got to about 15 years old, so I'd have been like my ninth grade year of high school. Um, there's this program you can do. So instead of being a camper, you're a junior counselor. And usually if you want the job, you, you, do, you do the junior counselor. And I was like, all my friends did it. And I was like, yo, that should look fun. So I did it and it was fun and I was really good at it. And so I did that, had a blast. And then the following year I interviewed for the job and got it. And then my first age group was rising fourth graders, so third graders. Um, and then I went from rising fourth, rising fourth to that middle school. And then from middle school, I've been with high school ever since, which I feel like high school was where I was supposed to be at. So I feel like if I had to work with kids, you know, when I first met you and when I was in school originally, mm-hmm. I was in school to be a PE teacher. Mm-hmm. I worked at uh, I did my internship at a middle school and I did that damn internship at that middle school. And I was like, you know what? This shit ain't for me. Well, I'm going to be middle honest school is a middle school kids are ruthless, a, a beast. I, it just made me realize that I just did not, I didn't want to, I didn't want to teach. I felt like I was just going to be, I feel like when, like when I first went to college, it was like, you know, I was an athlete and, you know, I was just really just into, I don't know. And then when I transferred after I got injured from playing, I personally mm-hmm. wish that I would have just kept on in the realm of sports and kids and all that, because I feel like I really enjoy doing it. But mm-hmm. when I kind of like, you know, when you start, stop doing something for a while. And then at the time, like, I mean, I smoked cigarettes and my ass, you know, was drinking my beer. <laughs> I didn't feel right. I didn't feel right being like, yeah, I'm going to teach these kids to be healthy. You know, I didn't, okay, feel, like, I I didn't feel like I was going to be a good example because 
at the time. I have a question. You know? It's just so random. I think about this every time I go into a gas station. Where did you buy those clothes from? I never see them anywhere. Well, you know, they banned them for a minute and then they had to like revamp the shit. Oh, I um, didn't know that. So so you can find them at certain gas stations. But I, had, I used to have to go to tobacco stores. Oh, okay. Yeah, I go I to like know. smoke shops. Okay. Okay. Then they have high ass, then they have high ass cigarettes. Like, first of all, I was broke as shit. Like, how was I affording? Girl, you used to six, seven dollar cigarettes. Like, what used to light the face? I'm like, it was incense. Sure did. Sure did. Yeah, the thing that's crazy. I wish because nobody ever believed that I smoked before. And I'm like, because I would I could go the whole day and have nothing. But right when I get drinking. That hand, that hand and mouth shit. Oh my god, I can, I can. Especially if we would have gone out or something, man, I'd just be throwing them things back, puffing away, puffing my little life away. But yeah. um, ain't gonna lie, they smell good though, <laughs> like, and they and they were good, they and they were good. And you know what I'm saying? You didn't walk around smelling all fucking smoky. You no. know, I, I hated, I hated smelling like smoke, and um, like so even my place, like you didn't even know I smoked. I did not like smelling like smoke in my car none of that shit i don't, I don't like you getting people car and smell like cigarettes and stuff yeah, I don't like yeah that. that's terrible be all in your damn clothes and shit mm-hmm. um that was that was off subject chris let's bring it back my bad my bad so with the demographics that you work in um we know usually you see a lot of low income mm-hmm. um you know when you first got into it and even i know now you're a lot more versed like what do you do to try to connect with them just be myself in all honesty. Um, working with kids on any level, it's good to always find common interests, but don't fake it because the yeah. kid will know. And when you are in a, a, especially a boys and girls club situation, there are boys and girls clubs that are more like YMCAs. And then there are boys and girls clubs that are traditional in a sense that they probably near or in a hood and the children coming in there ain't gonna have you know a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of you know what i'm saying like yeah that situation be for real for real but i just myself man like and and, and you know we we it, it's easier when you start working with older kids because i was i was doing boys and girls club stuff in my 20s like 23 24 and i'm working with kids at 16 17 18 you could be my younger cousin. So we have a lot, you know, it is an age gap, but we have a lot of relative, relative things to talk about music wise, TV wise, uh, life experience wise. Cause it's like, you see Mr. Chris, but you also know that he's in a different place and has five to six years, six to seven years of experience that could help you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was always authenticity. But the that fact was... that you weren't raised in an environment like that, though, how did how did you not have like a fear of like not connecting in that environment? Nah, I'm from New York City, so I don't. <laughs> no, nah, um, from the suburbs with <laughs> both parents in the household. I don't like Christian, okay? Nah, um, nah, it never made me nervous. Like I said, part of it is the New York background. Because in New York, you grew up in a very multicultural environment. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm down still here close. in the South. It's like it's black, white, and Mexican. And in, in the, I feel like the the demographics is very much like glaring. There's no mm-hmm. mix. You, you don't have to mix the. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no there's no mixed communities. Like, let's the put class, like that. the class is not yeah, mixed. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, um, and then you know, I got older cousins, 
that I, I I would still hang out with. And then I don't I just when I was in school, like I was hung out with the hood dudes, but I was never trying to be hood. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like from from elementary school to middle school, I was just the guy that, you know, everybody was cool with. And then most of my friends, you know, because I went to a predominantly white high school, most of my friends got bust in from across town, like south side of town, north side, of, not north side, but south side of Raleigh. So that was just that was just people I was naturally used to kicking it with. You know what I'm saying? And uh, now nah, we didn't kick it a lot out of school, but during school. And then it was just like, man, they kids, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like my job was to to provide some type of escape. You know, whether it be just me and you sitting down talking about school, uh, learning a lesson from a program that Boys and Girls Club you know, would have us to, to, you know, show, teach it, teach the kids or shit, even going on college tour. Like at the end of the day, you're a youth and I'm going to treat you like family that, right. you know, that's another thing I, I treated. I didn't treat them like they circumstance by any means. You know, if you came in and you ain't F with me, I could tell off rip. I wasn't going to fool with you. And I didn't waste no time on you. I would speak to you. I would give you the respect that I give people initially. If you were someone who didn't get it after that, then that's on you. But if you got my respect, you kept my respect, then we could kind of go back and forth and build our own relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, building building relationships with parents, letting the parents know where I'm coming from. Like, I'm here to help you and your kid, you know, and if you need me to do something, you know, going into the school to kind of be the third, third pair of eyes and ears for you. Just let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. was it was all authenticity and and treating people like family like it. Like I said, I never went in there and was like, oh, my God, like nothing. It, I mean, I, it was stupid stuff that went down in the hood, you know, but, yeah, you know, I, that's how I mean, went. when I talk to you now and you tell me about just you talking to the kids, you know, at school and stuff like that. And like even when, you know, COVID first hit and you was like going out looking for them and all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think it takes a, a certain type of person that, you know, that's why I always thought of you were just like, you know, a special guy. But. Cause you are actually a good guy. I tell everybody that like, you're one of the friends, my friends. I don't, I don't have many male friends, but all my male <laughs> friends that I have surprisingly though, every single one of my male friends are actually really good, decent men. Hey man, you're a you decent know? person. So you attract decent guy. Yeah, I know. You know? So I'm like, thankful <laughs> for that. Cause I, I mean, some of my friends, um, I had this one conversation one time. So off subject, that's one conversation. Mm-hmm. And this, this, this person was telling me about like their friend was over and, he married and he had been like, I think I told you the story. He had been like, um, like staying on our couch or some shit. And, um, and I was like, well, why? I'm like, okay, well, well, why ain't he trying to well, figure yeah. out whatever with his wife? Right. And she was like, I mean, that's just, you know, when he gets mad, he'll just leave. She's like, your friends don't do that. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, mm. I don't have, I don't have no. If I, if I had to be on your couch, it's either I'm about to do something stupid. And I was like, I just need to stay here for the night. Well, I got put out and Jamari answering the phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, no. Like, girl, he ain't answering the phone. Come on, open this door. Yeah, but I, I could never see you just like leaving. You got a baby, you got your wife, and just you just out here. Yeah, it got to be something dire. Yeah, it's gonna be something crazy. So, um, so I always thought, you know, just who you are as a person was just amazing. I think that you have to be a certain type of person to actually lead you know, yeah, and definitely. have these kids actually float to you. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you think examples matter and why, in what ways do they matter? Um, in, in, in regards to kids, like you got to walk 
walk the stuff you talk. Because, like I said, I said, but hood youngsters, they know BS a mile away. And yeah. so, if you, when you come into it, for one, I want in my in my situation, I came into when I first started working boys and girls club. First question that kids started asking me was, "How long are you gonna be here? Like, you gonna leave just like this person left?" And I was like, "What you like?" I got that question a lot within one day, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm finna rock with y'all as long as I'm gonna be here. Like, we gonna do what we do." So at first, it was real apprehensive. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Then. When they was like, oh, he really like, because I would get down there, man. I'd be playing games with him. When I mean games, I'm talking about like we playing video games or we playing soccer or we playing basketball. Like they was like, oh, he really about this life. You know what I'm saying? Or if like we went to do community service, I strap a vest on and be like, let's go. Like we're going to get this, this this trash picking together, you know? Right. And so, you know, I, I was just like, if I'm, I, I always said, and I stick to this to this day as a coach. Um, and someone who works in the school system, if I'm not going to ask you to do something, I wouldn't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was always my, like, especially like when I would take kids places, cause, cause taking a, a team places, depending on where they from, if you don't got food or snacks and they show up somewhere hungry, 50% chance you're going to get the incredible hope right. because they are hungry and they don't care about nothing else, but I need to eat. I want to eat. I'm hungry. So Sometimes we'd have to thug through some hunger, but I would thug through the hunger with them. And it, and it you know, I'd be like, I'm hungry too. Like I ain't ate since I left. Well, I didn't even eat this morning because I had to come, you know, up here to get with y'all. And when they, when, when a kid realizes that, like he really, he going through some of what I'm going through and he not complaining, let me suck it up. Then once right. that kid sucks it up, he'll tell the next kid, Hey man, chill out. We're going to, we're going to finish this. You know what I'm saying? And then, that energy just passes along. Now it's like, okay, Mr. Chris gonna make it through and he gonna make sure we good at the end of this. And and that was always, even now, Coach Hammy, if Coach Hammy go through something, we're gonna make sure that we go through it and we're gonna be good because Coach Hammy's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, I think especially with youth, like you gotta you gotta rep what you, you know, what you what you're talking about. Cause if not, they'll call you on your BS and then they won't, then you won't get you either won't get the respect or they won't listen to you and they won't believe anything that you're saying or asking them to do. So especially with um a lot of kids and not all of them, but a lot of kids in the boys and girls club and even with you know the school that you at that's kind of like a low income environment, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of at risk kids that come in that, you know, they could be there one day and the next moment they could never even go to school, you know? Girl, that's the truth. Uh, that it's the it's truth. very difficult. And um and so I feel like when you have those type of kids, uh, you got to also just have like patience. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and that's the part that I feel like for me, I, I wasn't sure that I you fully th- had because like I like I do actually have patience, but it's like I felt like, will I have the patience to withstand this to make it a career? You I know, because I, I, I personally feel like and I know it's easier said than done, because obviously these people went to school for this and. You know, you can't. A lot of times, you hear people say, "Well, if you, if you don't have the passion for it no more, you need to stop doing it." But this is like their job, you know, like they're they're a teacher and like this is their job, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I personally feel like you know when it get to a point that you no longer love what you do, you know, what I'm saying you no longer yeah. want to connect yeah. with the kids. Like I feel like you need to you need to get out of there. That's part of the reason why I left um, Boys and Girls Club. Like 
And it wasn't even my kids, man. I love them jokers. I love my community. Like the last club I was in, I was running the Boys and Girls Club up in Asheboro, North Carolina. And I love them. Man. Like Asheboro was family, family. Like it felt like high point. But it wasn't fun from like an admin type point of view. Does that make sense? Like yeah. once I once I became the, the, the unit director of my own club, it was cool. Like it wasn't nothing hard. And I was still the same me, a little bit more responsibilities, but it was just like, you know, like you go from being able to go on trips with the kids, enjoy, enjoy them as individuals. And now it's like, nah, you got to stay at the club. You always got to answer the phone. If you don't answer the phone, where you at? I'm calling your phone. Like, come on. And then it's paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. And it's just like, at what point do we say, I'm going to give these kids a break and say, y'all just come. We're going to have a few programs or we just come eat. You know, we'll rotate this group here, this group go there, and then we'll just have a good day. Like, it, it used to get on my – it got to a point where I was like, I can't. And I went in my boss's office, and I was like, respectfully, man, this ain't for me no more. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I kind of knew beforehand. And then, you know, after I left, I kind of fiddle-faddled around. But then the door of the school opened up, and, and I was like, man, I know all these kids because all these kids – Grew up in Boys and Girls Club, and now they high school age. I could walk right into this, and you know, there's some new kids I'm gonna have to meet, and they gonna have to understand me for me to understand them. And it was, it was, it was cakewalk after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. that's awesome. So, how do you think that we can be, you know, better examples while still trying to understand um, this new age kids? Because I'm not gonna lie to you with with this question. <laughs> I struggle with this new age. And I try to give them grace at the same time because I'm like, I think th- these kids in this generation got so much pressure. It's so much yeah, shit. I would, know? I'm gonna be honest. I would hate to be a teenager now. Well, I, <laughs> I would hate to be a teenager not knowing what I know. But if I knew what I knew, I was that to be a teenager, I'd finesse through life. But being a teenager now is hard as hell because back in the day when you used to do dumb shit, like, yeah, we'll kind of get around in school. But you were able to escape it after like a week or two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, shit, you do something dumb, please. If it gets caught on social media, it's around for forever. People are jackasses. Like kids have it hard these days. Like I'm going to give you an example. Young man was in the bathroom and got sucker punched while he was taking the leap. Just because? Just because. Some kid heard something about him that they didn't even know if it was true or not. Damn. Just went in the bathroom and sucker punched him. And I was like, that's bullshit. I can't take it. I can't take a leak in pu- private yeah. my, without watching my back. Like, that'll mess you up. You know what I'm saying? Um, But uh, to understand kids nowadays, man, you just got to sit back and observe in all honesty. Like, one of my basketball players came up to me. And was like, I had introduced him to a a new student, pretty young lady. And I was like, look, I, you know, I know you, you if I had a daughter of, of age, I would introduce her to this young man, too. Because he's a great kid, got a great family background and everything. So he was like, hand me, man, you the goat, you pushing P. I said, what the hell you just say to me? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, coach, man, I'm saying you the man. I was like, boy, what, don't you ever tell me I'm pushing me? I don't even know what that means. Girl, I did not know what that means. I felt old for one second. And he was laughing like, coach, chill out, man. That just means you the man. 
I had to put in the, in the basketball chat like, y'all, what does pushing P mean, man? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> so then I looked it up, and they was like, hand me you old, man. I said, y'all, don't say that. Don't say that. But I felt old, but you just, like, my thing is, is, is stepping back. And, I mean, because, mind you, when you work in high school, it's a revolving door of freshmen every year. Yeah. Stepping back and just observing. And then once you figure out how to kind of approach and talk to a kid, you just – Meet them. I on, definitely on have time to feel old because I'd be like, um, this music I think is crazy. Yeah. I I just be like, I, I can't stand it. And then it's just like, you know, um, like I like, you know, I feel like I probably will probably have one more kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm nervous to be honest with you, because I just feel like 10 years from now, it's just gonna be even more just shit and you know social media and all of that and just and just the pressures that they have you know um I don't know I'm just like I think about when we were young even when it came down to our sexualities and stuff like that like we didn't have all this shit you know what I'm saying these kids have like even with like I mean sometimes you know you'll see some kids where it's like I don't even know if they even like if if it was a label like I don't even know if they really like you know gay it's almost like sometimes they do we, it fun you know or something we had a conversation about that in iss the other day it was real light but you know it was a young man down there and i, and I know the young man because i coached him and i was like let me ask you a question he was like what's up and i said because at first he was dating this real when he was i think a freshman or sophomore he dated this real pretty light-skinned girl but then everybody was like he's gay or he's bi and i was like well i mean if he is what he is then let him be him and so I asked him, I said, how did you know you like boys? And he was like, I don't know, coach. I just, I just know. And I was telling everybody else from him, I said, I've, I've been telling people like, when you know something, you know something, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like now there, I feel like there are some kids that are confused because I've, I've had plenty of students that one minute be dating the opposite sex and the next minute be like, F it and be dating the same sex. And I'm just like, do you know what you really like? Are you, you know, like, because you stepping into a world that if you're going to be in there, you got to be confident in it. And if you're not confident in it, like, don't parade around it like it's just a fad, you know? Yeah, because sometimes, some, like, sometimes I think you actually know. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I think stuff be like a fad. Like, yeah. I, I've seen some kids where I'm like, what are you yeah. here doing? You know, got yep. every rainbow apparel, <laughs> you know, possible. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I'm like. Okay. Like they sponsor, sponsor yeah so you know and but but the thing is though but they see the stuff on tv mm-hmm. you know and so sometimes for me like we used to have so many conversations just around so much shit with Isaiah because um you know with the child because it was just like are you know the music like are, are you thinking about this because of this mm-hmm. you know do you mm-hmm. think this is cool then we had to even go down the rabbit hole breaking down well what is cool you know, mm. everybody want to be cool, but I'm like, mm-hmm. what is cool? Because I personally, cool, right? Yeah, like I personally think, you know, what I'm saying, having a, a good ass book, and you know, what I'm saying, like us having like a good ass video game and mm-hmm. vibing out is cool, and somebody else might think that's the corniest shit alive, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like people that's into sports, you know, you might have people non-sport people like the fuck. I don't want to sit like how Shalise had me laughing a couple weeks ago. She posted about you, and she said, um, she said how you'll watch a whole game and then you'll go from the game and watch ESPN and watch the <laughs> highlight of the game that you just watched. 
and that's me too. And I was like, that is so funny because that's just a, you just a sport head. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and mm-hmm. so you, that's where your mind is. And for somebody else, they, they'd be like, oh, that's why. Shalice loves coffee. I love mm-hmm. the fact that she's passionate about going around yeah, and drinking different coffee. <laughs> got, you, and be hype, right? Yeah, like, she'd be like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be hype. And to somebody else, they might think that's the corniest shit in the world. And that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's my thing when I try to connect to kids is that I try to get them to see like, regardless of what the world or even your, your little random group think is cool. I'm like, bro, who you are is cool. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. it was so hard to, you know, just, you know what I think it was for time. us. You remember when I don't know if it was middle school, high school, when the thug phase starts to kick in, and girls go from just saying, I like a boy to, oh, he got to be a thug and he got to be this and he got to be that. Like that to me, I don't think it's around as much, but I still see it. But that that right there is. is I feel like nowadays you have more of because it's you, you have more access to seeing celebrities. I think you have I think it's more now because mm-hmm. now I'm like, I mean, we just had this whole conversation about the child and like, you know him getting into some stuff in college and i'm like and i was talking to my brother-in-law he was like man mika i bet it's even more difficult just to floss now because you man, got girls yeah because everybody's trying to, to bond yes. shit. and you it know? was not like that when we were young when we were young it was just like now hold on now hold on now bills 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 and no scrubs messed up for a lot of guys mind well, you you was 14 you was 14 15 years old some girl the same age Talk about can you pay my bills but you know what chris i think i was just different because my my boyfriend at the time in high school you know this dude was just trying to get a scholarship to college he was number one in the usa in track mm-hmm. and um and he was dope and uh and so he didn't have shit, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have shit. So I didn't have an expectation for it was like we just wanted to be together. Like I didn't have an yeah. expectation for him yeah. to be doing this stuff. And I think my disconnect now, you know, when when child been trying to get in a date and then you spending money, child, I'm like, yeah. how do you have an expectation that somebody in college that has no job is gonna be because the hip hop game, man? That's what I'm like saying. It's, said, it's, it's the, the pressure. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just can't imagine, I just can't imagine that. Like growing up in this day and age that's like i've always said and even before emmy was born i said if i have a daughter i'm going to teach her realistic game like you having expectations of a boy is saying he should dress well he should treat me well he should treat his parents well or his mom or his dad his grandma whoever he stays with he should respect adults yes you know he should be able to have a conversation with my father who is me yeah you know and and then of course after that is you want him to look nice, dress well, yeah. have nice, clean sneakers. He don't got to have the newest, but just clean sneakers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like how you present exactly in the, I, in the world. And because I don't, I don't want her at any point in time thinking some little boy finna shell out all this money yeah. for this, that, and the third. Because I'm be like, first of all, sweetheart, if you don't have a job and he don't have a job, who you think paying for all this? Exactly. You know. And it's too much. It as, as teenagers, that's entirely it's entirely too much. I, I it makes me uncomfortable. And so, but I know where it comes from. You know, like mm-hmm. I sit and like you know, I'd be all in our group chat talking about Summer Walker, and I'm like, you know, it's funny to me, but I'm an adult, so I just be like, you know, City Girls and stuff, Meg. It's funny to me, but yeah. you have these young kids out here actually taking this shit serious. You know, like yeah, boy, you know, City so girl lifestyle. I think this leads to much to my last question to uh, round this out. Um, mm-hmm. We've kind of answered it with this one, but. Um, 
do you think because of the pressures of society, that's why you have some kids that maybe even grow up with examples, like say positive examples in household or just they're getting these examples with like clubs that you're in or, you know, sports, how they still can go the wrong way? Yeah, because I can have, I, I can tell you now, like, I don't know about my, my varsity team is pretty head. They're, they're pretty solid kids in the head. My JV team, I got some kids that no matter what I can preach, how long I can preach it for, it ain't always coach hand me in my face all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And one one wrong decision, you know, it's a fight that happened. I skip a class or I won't turn in an assignment. So it's easy for me to be the best example of, of, of what a young man should be, how you should be a young man or just a man, period. And they be like, oh, I, I see what you're saying, coach. I see what you're saying. That's right. That's right. Like I give you an example. My, my number one rule, you never embarrass Coach Hammond. Because if you embarrass me, for one, you embarrass the team, the school, and yourself. Right. Never embarrass Coach Hammond. And I tell him that whether it's in school, out of school, or um, on the court, never embarrass because I will be the evilest joker you ever met. And, and that translated on different levels to them because then it was like teammates holding other teammates accountable because it was like, yo, you got to chill. Like you're embarrassing us. Now they understand – I need to have some type of composure to myself, regardless of what my situation is. That makes sense. Yeah. But but it, even then, it's like the wrong one could come across, and it's just the wind could be blowing one 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 direction, and that kid go with the wind. So I'm telling you, you know, and I also just feel like it's like I just feel like this generation too that they they doing a lot more fucking than we were doing. <laughs> do you think it's? Do you think it's? it's more accessible just to see it okay hell yeah i think i think they're totally hypersexualized. like when i say and think about it i mean you, you know i have a dirty mind but i feel like okay first of all i used to have to dig out my mom's you gonna hear this too so i'm not telling myself she used to have this little old ass 80s porn tape bro it was I mean the tight fro it was crazy Yo. I used to dig that shit out of her damn panty drawer, right? She had a damn panty yeah, drawer. So <laughs> I used to dig that shit out. And, you know, and it was so much pressure because you're watching the VHS, so you're trying to rewind that shit the back exact to the spot. spot. You're like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want them to know, you know, that I'm looking at it. But now, you know, these kids can just go and pour up. Yeah. On a phone, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. And, and I think and, you and, have... it's, and it's everywhere. It's all in the music. Like, like and, it's, and, I, and somebody else, I listen to this podcast, they're like, oh, we were listening, my neck, my back. But we were listening to stuff, but I don't really think that we really was registering. Like, we we were listening to stuff and, and singing stuff, but I don't, I wasn't registering, like, fully what I was singing and rapping. No. No. To where I was it like, was... I'm about to go out here. Yeah. And yeah. pop this. I yeah, wasn't yeah. like It that. was some, it was some girls that, that went, went full throttle. After hearing certain songs, you yeah, know, see, I, I, I wasn't, I, and you know what, I think like it that. did. It, it certain songs set up expectations for guys that really messed up for females. So, like, I give you an example. Anytime I'm 30, 37, I'll be 38 in April. If I hear the baseline for back that ass up, okay, initially in my mind, I need you know, you, you look for the, the closest booty because that booty order should already know, right? It's time to twerk. You feel me? Yeah. That that's a bad example that set itself up because when we was younger and you heard that song, 
girls in lost they, yeah like they just lost their inhibitions and was like grab sure a nigga, grab a wall like so you know but i and and that's another reason why like as a parent i try to align myself with other parents who i like how their children have been brought up so like um so huge shout out to this young man by the name of trey hill my guy rich uh trey i've coached for the last four years excellent young man and i always said if i had a son i'd want him to be like trey you know what i'm saying real respectful incredibly smart great big brother you know what i'm saying reminds me a lot of me um my co-worker miss wabizi i love she has four kids two boys two girls all four of them kids off the chain great kids great hold the door for you like her oldest son if he sees a girl with a bag in her hand, will snatch the bag, walking in the building, and then hand her the bag. You know what I'm saying? While yeah. holding the door, like, I, and I always pick her brain, like, when, especially because she has an, a daughter who's about to graduate and go to college next year. Like, how did you guys get her on this wavelength of? I don't have to feel pressured to fall for these sucker boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was just like, "It's all in my husband," and I was like, yeah, "I'm about to pick his brain." Like, I want to know because. For one, I never want Emmy to feel pressured by social media. Like, realize what people, what people put out there is what they want you to see, not what's really I popular. think it starts early, though. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't realize. I just had this conversation earlier, and I hate when people say kids are resilient. People have to stop saying that. I'm like, it's not that kids are resilient. It's just that kids have, you know, trauma that they can lock away. Mm-hmm. And so you might think, oh, they're handling this well, you know. But right. they also might not even have got the tools yet to really fully express and explain like what they might actually be feeling and thinking, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah, it yeah, just yeah. be, or get pushed into the back of their mind or whatever, where they're not talking about nothing at all. And so it's like, you know, um, with my nieces and nephews, you know, with them being so young, every time I see them, every time I talk to them, like, it's not about a material item that I'm getting them, you know, I mean, even my niece that's seven months, like I, every time I see her, I tell her how beautiful she is, mm-hmm. how smart she is you know, how powerful, how amazing my other niece and nephews, like I say the same thing and like always give, you know, encouragement towards that more than anything. Right. Because right. that's to me, when your kids have self-worth and self-love, like yeah. from themselves and actually seeing those healthy relationships, like, you know, Emmy is blessed to have two amazing parents. She see, she see y'all, y'all not in here acting crazy with each other. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? She gonna see that. So she gonna know like, if this little knucklehead boy rolling over here, she gonna know, eh, this this ain't really here. This ain't it ain't really supposed to be like this. If somebody mm-hmm. mistreating her or something like that, like I feel like y'all already building that where it's gonna be where she knows she can come to, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and and sometimes kids, obviously, you know, this question is saying like how people can kind of go left. It can happen, but um, I think if you start early and build them up, yeah, you know I what agree. I'm saying, build up that self worth. I think it's 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 harder to go, you know, um. I, I, my relationship with my dad was so amazing, um, because he was very much, um, a lover, mm-hmm. you know, so he was very much like demonstrative. So I never felt like I needed to go out and be like looking for love and jumping out the windows, trying to mm-hmm. find, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. because I was, I got that, you know, I didn't always get it from my mom, but I got it from my dad, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, to me, that thing that saved me because, you know, you gotta, you gotta give that love and like, and if you receive it early and you know yeah. what that looks like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I think it's easier mm-hmm. to kind of not, not going wrong. Like, I mean, you see some instances where it should be kind of tricky, but I think for the most part, it starts, it starts young. That's what I think. But y'all are doing an amazing job though. 
Appreciate it, man. Trying to. And you know, you keep her around a good village. So yeah, that's 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 that's, uh that's like a one. I gotta. I don't keep around people I wouldn't fool with. Period. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. Okay, well, this was good, my friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Mika, I got a question. What was that? Have we talked about what we watching? What you watching? What you you listening to anything? Oh, let's finish it up there. Yeah, let's finish up there. Okay, so you go first. What are you What are you listening to? What are you watching? Um, I ain't listening to nothing too new yet. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of new singles. I'm trying to catch up because prom season's around the corner. Oh God! Oh God! I'm trying to catch up with uh, what's hot and what's not. So it's a lot of Lil This and Funny Name That. Um, but uh, I am catching up on. The Titans show on HBO. Okay. So I'm catching up on that. I am going to start Euphoria soon. Um, my co- my head coach, uh, my boy Joel, he was like, yo, you got to check it out. It's crazy. And I was like, I didn't even know Joe was watching wild shows. But yeah, he, so I'm going I'm to check that out. Um, at some point, I want to reconnect with The Walking Dead. Like that's. I- keep saying the same thing but i'm trying to figure out okay this is where i stopped mm-hmm. i stopped when daryl was captured by negan okay and they were i'm like his ass cat food and shit like i think i'm an episode either i think i I stopped at the episode he was about to get was that that was that before or after they tried to do the rebellion and the, the rebellion didn't work it might have been before because right now I had to give up, bro. But I, but I keep saying like I I actually wanted to go back because I never saw how um how Rick died. Um, I never saw. Never mind. I seen I seen what they did to Daryl. There's a part. I'm at the part where I'm. I think I'm in season seven or season eight, and they had met with these people who lived in a junkyard, but they were real like weird. And Negan had kind of already got to them, and they didn't know. So when they were about to try to pull a switcheroo on Negan, Negan had already got him. You know what I'm saying? I love Negan. He was one. Of, he was one of my favorites. You know? <laughs> dude was crazy. <laughs> I, can, I can't stand him, Jack. But then the crazy. thing, the thing that made me stop watching the show was that I felt like there was never a way out. <laughs> like, and it pissed me off. I think they're on their last season now, right? Yeah, they're on last season now. Yeah, and so I was just oh, shit, like, Michonne left. I mean, really? Daryl. Yeah, Michonne left. Girl, I didn't know. I don't know how she made her exit, but I know the girl was she gone. I know she left. I don't, I'm not sure. How, I'm not sure how she how she, she got got. Yeah, I don't know she what happened. Now. Um, I want to revisit too. Maybe maybe whenever you start, but see, I'm trying to figure out though. Uh, if you go back, are are we going to remember everything that we don't went through? I feel like you um, can't go back I'm pretty, to just that season. I, I'm at the start from the beginning. No, I'm pretty. My my, I can't. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much. Okay, that's too much. Shit, I lose all hope. <laughs> that's why I stopped watching it because I was like, "Girl, ain't no hope. We just dead." Like, you. I should be up late night watching episode after episode and be like, "I can't go to sleep." Like, yeah, I'm sweating like, and shit. Like, hey, where is the hope at? Like, where when are we finally gonna get us one? Make it somewhere and be like, boom! But everybody be back crossing, double crossing. But no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good at, you know, remembering. And in, in a lot of these shows, especially if you watch it on Netflix, they'll give you a, like an update of, hey, this is what happened last. You know what I'm saying? Um, Snowpiercer's coming back on I TNT. It was a, it's a good show. I heard I the book. You told me that. 
I heard the books is better, but I haven't got to that like part of my life yet. Um, but Snowpiercer's coming back. I need to catch up on SWAT and CLT. Those are my three shows. And then I need to write catch up on Law and Order SVU. Um, but other than that, man, this is chilling. Basketball's over with. So the plan is to regain some type of social life with my family and then Your start game. Yeah. <clears throat> start gaming again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I've been I've been in my HBO bag lately. So what you got going on? What's up? I binged the whole, the, I started Sex and City over, which is funny because Shalee started watching it too. And I was like, who the fuck is on Sex Girl, and City? Y'all, y'all probably be messing each other. Right. No, I finished <laughs> it though. So I don't watch the whole damn series, the movies. Okay. The, and the, the new show. series. So I, I watched all that. Is, so I have a question. Is the new series over with? It? Are they coming back for season two or like? I don't know if they come back for season two. Because I, I don't know if it's it just a one, a one season thing or what. Because I've seen some ending that shit was kind of bad bro really yeah like the season was bad or was it ending like whoever was writing now is weird because i'm like did y'all watch the original sex and city because i had that's what made me go back because i'm like i don't remember certain things and so when i went back i'm like they just changed it to where it kind of took the personality away from it i'm not sure why they did that like how carrie used to do the voiceovers and kind of tell a story i don't think they should have taken that away because who was doing the voiceovers then nobody and as I'm saying, so I think she kind of helps sometimes like tell the story, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't really like that. It was it was just okay. Um, I thought it was just okay. Um, but I watched it just out of nostalgia. Uh right now, I'm about to start the show on HBO called The Gilded Age. You know, I like history type shit. Um Oh, I started watching The Witcher too. I need to finish that. That was great. The Witcher? Yeah. I oh, you know, that's watching. my shit. I, I didn't Did you start that. season one or season two? No, season two. I started season, season two. two. So good. But I will say I had to, first of all, you know, you know, I've watched this show three times, right? No, so I did it. <laughs> I, I, when it first came out, I'm like, oh, I'm ready. I watched the whole shit. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I don't, did I miss some shit? So then I went back, rewatched season one. Mm-hmm. Then I watched season two because I forgot about that last battle at the end. Oh, where, where everybody oh, season was season one, yeah, where everybody, everybody got fucked was, up. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the hell happened to Trish? But I forgot yeah. that she was, you know, holding the thing up. Yeah. So then when I watched season two again after that, oh, I had a whole new appreciation for it. Man, I'm, I lo- oh, I love The Witcher. Oh, my God. I had to pull The Witcher game out. I wasn't I wasn't here replaying Witcher. I had to put the <laughs> game away. I'm like, Mika, don't, don't go down this rabbit hole again. So I was doing that. And um, so I love The Witcher. So I'm here for you. Um, I'm here for that. I did finish Archive. 81 on netflix um that was really good actually uh i'm watching euphoria i actually binged it which is just banana that show is bananas i'm behind i think euphoria is on hbo HBO. okay and then i started this other show on hbo called station 11 and at first i wasn't sure i was gonna watch it because i was like this might be too soon child because it's like (sighs) it's like about this damn this post-apocalyptic type world but so they they started the beginning and basically they started getting this flu and just fucking killed everybody. Exactly. That, that's so I'm weird. like, should I be watching this shit? And um, Girl, you but, might pick up tips on how we all need to survive. <laughs> listen, listen. And um, and yeah, and it pretty much did. Like, pretty much it pretty much swiped out. And then now it's, it's kind of like this post-apocalyptic world. That was pretty good too. So I started, so I watched that. I'm trying to think, am I watching anything else? Oh my God. And then my obsession right now is Celebrity Big Brother. That is my shit. 
And this season is so good. Are they like following celebrities around or something? First of all, you go into this house and so it's Big Brother because you don't have access to no phones. You don't have access to no, you can't bring no books. You just mm-hmm. in that motherfucker with each other. So Lamar Odom is on there. First of all, I don't think Lamar Odom has watched any alone. any Big Brother ever in life. So he's like, he literally told his girl, yeah, I'm, I was going to vote you out this week. She was like, oh, you're going to vote me out? You're going to send me home? Like, he don't, he don't know the game. He's just talking like he's super nice. And I'm like, what? how did he get on here? Like, I, I don't know the premise and, of it, um, but it sounds crazy. It's like you're playing a game where you're trying to be the last one standing. So you want to make you want to make connections with people. You don't want to tell people you're going to send them home because then they're going to try to send you home because they think you're going to send them home. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. So it's like a mess. And he just be in there. But you can just tell that he has spent a lot of time within himself. And so he talks a lot about the mistakes he's made. You actually feel kind of sorry for him. But this season's really good. So I've been been like he needs to stop being on TV because I feel like people put him on TV. Because somebody wants to see a tragedy happen with him, you know? Right. He he's trash on there. Okay. Absolutely trash. And um, but what I've been listening to, uh, I mean, I've been listening to Mary J. Blige's new CD. Is it good? Um uh Jasmine Sullivan came out with a deluxe album of hotels, hotels, motels. Um, mm-hmm. so she added a few more tells. So um Isa Ray, uh, Isa, yeah, Isa Ray's on there. I had to think for that. I was like, so I was saying Lisa Ray, Isa Ray's on there. Uh and um Jasmine Sullivan added a new uh, tale of hers on there. It's really good. Um, I think that's all I've been listening to, really. Uh, yeah. So when we finish, let's let's just finish real fast, and um, you tell me your opinion of the halftime show. Okay. What you think of uh, oh oh um uh, it was okay to be honest. Um, Why is everybody saying this is the greatest halftime show ever? It it really wasn't. It was dope because it was it was like hip-hop so everybody was feeling good you know but in all honesty it could have been better like the weekend gave us a mini concert last year yeah it seems this, short too right yes I was like, oh. and and so like when when they came out you know i really thought they was gonna play like two or three snoop songs yeah a couple of dre then you i didn't know eminem was there to be honest um, I, knew, I didn't know 50 Cent was going to be there. I didn't know 50 was going to be there, but then I was telling at least it makes sense because he's an aftermath artist. Yeah. All these people yeah. are aftermath. Um, minus Snoop. Um, I thought M might have came out with the real Slim Shady and took it all the way back. You know well, what I'm saying? He started with Forgot About Dre, which was my shit, and I, I thought they were going to follow that through. I would have yeah. I would have liked that more than them Lose Yourself. Yeah, but Lose Yourself is a song that everybody could attach to. Um, fifty but came does out. Does it matter if they if we attach to it? That was I need that. That was the NFL saying we need to gain everybody's love back because because this what was ever funny since, was like ever I, since Janet Jackson, this show's been. I got on Twitter and and um, you know, it was, it was some, some angry people out there saying, "Where was the white people?" And I was like, "Man, Eminem, <laughs> they were pissed." And I was like, it was made me laugh because I'm like, I guess Eminem's black now. Eminem, like, he's he's we, gray. He ain't, he ain't black. He's gray. <laughs> we, but we, I thought it was okay. Um, I thought, it wasn't the best ever, but I thought it I was thought okay. Mary J was gonna give us more. To be honest, um, I was surprised it, she did no more drama. But I'm a I'm a Mary stan, and I just want to see her win. So I have no complaints about Mary. But I was surprised she did no more drama. Yeah. I thought she was. Really I think about the to... the first one though. I think Dr. Dre wrote that. 
because everybody keep asking me how did how did she make it in the show but he did that track though oh the um let's family affair yeah oh i didn't know that he did i that. think he did that okay so i think yeah. that's how that's how that song was on there I'm not sure if he did no more drama and but memes on 50 cent being a dollar oh now <laughs> oh my god then i was like 50 come on son did I you really have to look bad though he didn't he looked i mean he looked like a grown man that yeah. way he's supposed to look. Yeah. I just I think it was just weird him being upside down. I get the whole him being upside down, but I think they could have. But done how did he one. get from being upside down? I don't remember that part. He just um he grabbed the top rafters and he just let his leg down. Oh, and then, yeah, then he got down like that. But uh, it was it wasn't bad. It was dope. It wasn't the greatest, but it was it was it was worth watching. Like, and I'm kind of glad that we. We're able to get it, and it wasn't like, oh my god, be be ready for some shit to happen. Like, I just wanted more songs. So, what you think? I pretty much agree with everything you said, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I think for me, it was like the way it was hyped so much. Don't get me wrong, like I was, I rocked, you know, I rocked to it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was like it was it was hyped so much. I just expected something, especially else. from Kendrick. Oh no I no felt, no no! I, I love Kendrick, like, but I felt like Kendrick should have done. Me personally, I understood why he did the song he did, mm-hmm. and I love Kendrick. But I wish he would have came out and did "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe." Oh my god! I feel you. I feel, I feel like he should have done. It's like it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like I get trying to make these statements and kind of like you know because you know we gonna be all right. I get it, but I'm like ah, I I wanted to see a hologram Tupac. I mean I, they said we we're gonna have it. And I was everybody really just was like, saying that they was like bro up? hologram Tupac come out. If they would have finished that shit when it started getting dark. I was like yo they about to pull out hologram Tupac. I'm ready. It, it, I think it's like I don't I, think the like city had was, enough power to generate it. It was time. no wow factor. I think that's what it was. It wasn't that it was bad to me. It was just like no, it was good. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but it was no, it was no wow factor. Yeah, because no, to me personally, I, I, I like, I like Lady Gaga did it. She jumped from the fucking the damn, you know, top of the fucking stadium. You, you remember mm. that year? I had to look that one up because I don't even remember that. Yeah, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga was really good though. I thought Jennifer Lopez and Shakira was really good when she had just I finished hustling and, thought, and yep. spinning around the pole. I thought and that I mean, was really but good. when people say best ever. Like we haven't seen Prince and everybody else. I'm like, I'm not gonna put them in best ever. I personally like Coldplay when he brought out Bruno and brought out fucking Beyonce doing formation yeah, in the tough. fucking grass. That was, that was tough. I'm like, are y'all crazy? You can't. No, no. People was just geek because it was like, oh, we got us a black show and yeah, like, and it was right. cool. And I and I vibe and I vibe with it. I mean, you know, yeah. I was I was you know dancing in my seat a little bit, but I thought I'll tell you what I thought was kind of corny was the layout of like the I could see one half. You, you know what I'm saying? Like how one half was open, one half was closed, one half open, one half uh, closed. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, if I'm a fan, like, where do I look? Do I look on the field? Just look at the screen. I probably just looked at the screen the whole time, you know? But I just, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. That aspect. And then walking through and stuff. Yeah, because then it was like, okay, I'm looking at Snoop and now I don't see Snoop, but Snoop's on the other side. Everybody else could see Snoop. Like, so. But other than that, man, it was, it was a good show. It was a great game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me ask you one more thing. Huh? Now, now we clearly off topic, but uh, the guy that was—I can't remember his name—that was in the Super Bowl. He went to you coached him. Yeah, Pratt. Mm-hmm. I coached nice. him in basketball, nice. basketball, and I think I coached him for two years in basketball. Nice. And then, yep. He was starter. Just, yep, yep. Pratt was good, man. Pratt. Pratt was one of those kids that was just a, uh, just all right athlete. Right. And like it would, it would probably take him a week to get his basketball leg from football. But once he figured it out, it was no stopping him. He could jump high. He was strong. 
you know, and then he developed a little shot and he always went to the rim. So nice. You know. That was cool. So he was um, he was actually my second. I had uh, another kid that I coached in basketball that won when the Chiefs won. Nice. His name was Tim. Tim Ward. Tim is actually playing for the Jets now. Nice. So yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I saw that. And I he um he shot out the school. So mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. Um yeah, I actually enjoyed the Super Bowl this year. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was just Super- nice to see somebody different in there. And yeah, postseason I, I NFL was clutch. Oh my god, postseason NFL. Was it was clutch. good. I'm hoping. I'm honestly hoping that COVID don't fuck up the NBA playoffs and we actually see some because I think this is about to be this is about to round out. So yeah. I think it's gonna be some great playoffs in basketball. Yeah, fact. So I'm um, I'm ready. So all right. Well, this was good. I'm so thankful yeah. you came on. I'm glad you had me, friend. I'm glad you had and, me. And uh we gotta do this again. Maybe get Jamar to jump on again. Um big facts, go ahead big and facts. uh pub your stuff. Um, y'all know to follow us, third chamber pod. Um my regular Instagram, it's Hammy. Um, my Twitter, your boy underscore hams. And if you game on the Xbox. Just holler at me on my socials and I'll hit you with my gamer tag. Other than that, I'm on here chopping it up with my girl. Meek, what's up, man? Do your, your house cleaning play now. All right. So you guys know where you can find me. We're all uh, streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find a pod. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram. It's at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter, IJMT podcast. And if you want to be part of the show, you have any questions, concerns, uh, hit me up on ijmtpodcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. Mika here, and I appreciate you.